to the Rocky Mountain Sunshine Podcast, where we share faith, have some fun, and strive to add a little bit of sunshine to your day. I am your host, Jason Bringhurst. It is a great day. I got the second COVID vaccine today, and after I got it, I, I walked out, and there were all these people waiting, and I was smiling, and I wanted to just high-five everyone. I didn't high-five everyone because of, you know, COVID, but <laughs> I still wanted to high-five everyone, kind of running out, you know, cheering. I was hoping for fireworks to be going off. Oh, man, I am on top of the world. I'm on top of the world, hey. So anyway, I am on cloud nine right now, just feeling really good. So uh, I also wanted to thank a, um, a reviewer. We got a great five-star review from Cheese Gromit on Apple Podcasts, and I really appreciate it. Um, and that uh, reminds me, I had a friend, uh, my friend Stuart, who is a, a listener to the show, and he suggested that I give more of an explanation on how to actually leave a rating, because it is a little bit confusing on Apple Podcasts. So um, if you're on an iPhone, uh, you would open up your podcasts, um, uh, which is the Apple Podcast app. Then you will search for Rocky Mountain Sunshine and you will see uh, our podcast. You'll click on that and then uh, you will scroll to the very bottom. And that's where you'll see right now we have a 5.0 out of 5.0 rating and you can tap to rate. And we would really appreciate it, of course, if you give us a five star rating. And then uh, you can click to write a review. Uh, You just include a title, write any review that you would like. Of course, a fantastic review would be very much appreciated. And then you just hit send, and that is how you create a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, It's similar on uh, the web if you do it uh, online for Apple Podcasts. Anyway, that's that's how you do that. And thanks, Stuart, for that uh, tip on letting me know that maybe some people actually don't know exactly how to uh, write a review because it is a little tricky. It's not as intuitive as you would imagine that it should be. Hint, Apple Podcasts, make it a little easier. <laughs> so enough of that. Let's get into the show today. So do you just love conference as much as I do? We had such a great general conference weekend um, and uh, we were on vacation for the first time in so, so long. It's probably been 16, 17 months. Um, It was Thanksgiving uh, in 2019, the last time. That sounds so long ago. It's been so long since we were on a vacation. And uh, we were able to see uh, my mom and my dad and my brother and his family. Uh, My good friend Sean Rapier went over to his place with my son Gavin for the priesthood session. And, uh, you know, God, it just feels like things are starting to get back a little bit more to normal. You know, so many of us have had the vaccine now. It's just, it's good. Things are moving back in the right direction. As many people as I wanted to, um, I we intentionally uh, did not really broadcast it much that we were going to be there because I have, you know, a lot of friends and family that I would love to see. But still, since not everyone was vaccinated yet and and uh, we are still trying to be really careful and cautious. Um, we didn't uh, didn't really get out and see everybody. But that that vacation's still coming. I still think that that'll be able to happen. One of the things that was so remarkable about uh, General Conference this year was uh, I just noted how international the church has become. The Sunday morning session, especially, and maybe uh, by design, 
was very international. I will probably not do the names justice, but uh, it, the session began with Elder Ulysses Suarez, and he's from Brazil. And then we heard from uh, Elder S. Mark Palmer from New Zealand, Reina I. Alberto from Nicaragua, uh, Elder Edward Dubay from Zimbabwe, Jose A. Teixeira from Portugal, Taniela B. Wakolo from Fiji, Chi Hong Sam Wong from Hong Kong, Michael John Ute from the Philippines, and then President Russell M. Nelson from, uh, of course, the United States. It, it was just really impressive that I kept thinking about how there is uh, strong leadership all around the world, and that the the church is going to every corner of the world. The gospel's being preached in every corner of the world right now, and that there's strong leadership all over the world to help the the church grow and and thrive in every continent. The other thing that uh, really impressed me with the church being so international is when uh, President Nelson announced that we were going to get 20 more temples And that, I believe, is historic. Eleven of the 20 were outside of the United States, and all of them, except for one, I believe, was outside of Utah. So we had uh, Oslo, Norway, Brussels, Belgium, Vienna, Austria, Kumasi, Ghana, uh, Beira, Mozambique, Cape Town, South Africa, Singapore, Republic of Singapore, Belo Horizonte, Brazil, Cali, Colombia, Querétaro, Mexico, and Torreón, Mexico. I mean, wow, <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, of course, uh, me and probably many other Latter-day Saints in the Pacific Northwest, we were hoping for maybe one a little closer than Seattle. We, we have a three-hour drive. But, you know, if we can get that back open again and, and, uh, and start going there again, we'll, we'll drive those three hours. That'll be okay. But, wow, how exciting. How exciting for uh, so many people around the world to be getting these temples closer to them. What a blessing it is. And, and we're just, you know, we're in the last days. This is the, the uh, gospel unfolding across the world. And this is, this is really exciting. One of the areas in the world that I think is very fascinating to watch uh, the church growing is Congo. Uh, when I served as a missionary in France, we taught uh, a wonderful family called the, the Mwamba family. And uh, the, the father of the family, Etienne Kapinga Mwamba, uh, started taking the lessons from us and uh, eventually joined the church and, and was a, a wonderful, uh, valiant member. And his wife and, and two daughters eventually joined the church also after uh, I had come home. Back then, the Congo was referred to as Zaire. Just looking into it, um, I, I was serving uh, at this point uh, about 1993. Um, the church was just barely uh, recognized in Zaire in 1986. And uh, there was one family who had joined the church in Geneva, Switzerland, and then moved back uh, to, to Zaire. And they really uh, helped to get the, the church going there. If you look at the timeline, you know, in 1988, there were about 400 members uh, in Zaire. It looks like um, by 2002, there were over 10,000 members. Uh, in 2009, over 20,000 members. 2015, over 40,000 members. And then they're somewhere now in the neighborhood of, of maybe 70,000 members. Um, then in uh, 2011, the uh, uh, first temple was announced in uh, Kinshasa, Congo, and that was announced by President Monson. 
the ground was broken in a ceremony by Elder Neil L. Anderson of the Quorum of Twelve Apostles, and it was dedicated in uh, April 2019 by Elder Del G. Renland of the uh, Quorum of the Twelve Apostles. And then in 2020, the Lubambashi Congo Temple was announced by President Russell M. Nelson. So we're, we're talking about two temples already uh, coming to Congo. And when I was a missionary, um, you know, in the 1990s, there were two or 3,000 people maybe in, in uh, all, of, all of Zaire, um, all of the, the Republic of Congo. So very, very interesting. I recently had a fireside with uh, Bishop Kose. It was for any uh, French-speaking missionaries who had, who had served uh, in a French-speaking mission. He, he spoke to us and told us that the fastest-growing language in the church right now is French. And um, that is because uh, many of these uh, countries in Africa uh, speak French, uh, like Congo, um, or formerly known as Zaire. Um, very exciting time, very exciting, and, and great to see more and more of our French brothers and sisters joining the church. Well, like you, I am going to go back and uh, re-listen to, re-watch, re-read all of these uh, conference talks. Elder Bednar quoted President Benson saying that the conference edition of the Liahona, or the, back then probably the Enzyme, should stay with our standard works for the next six months and, and sit right next to them. And, uh, you know, for us in the digital world, um, it should be just as important uh, as, as all of our standard works uh, to keep reading and, and studying it. My mission president, who is now uh, part of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles, Elder Neil L. Anderson, he always would say to us, that the conference talks for the next six months should be our walk and talk. That's what I, I plan on doing. I make uh, this uh, as part of my study, uh, re-listen to them, reread them, watch them again. And uh, we do that as a family as well to, to try and really let all this sink in. So much good that comes from conference. I just love conference. It's something so special uh, in my life to... Uh, be able to watch uh, these leaders of the church and listen and, and have the Spirit teaching and testifying for these two days uh, every six months, and uh, I just love it. So I hope that you've been rejuvenated by conference and that uh, uh, you can see that the the progress that we're making with the vaccine and all these great things that are happening in the world, boy, I am so optimistic about the future. Um, life is just really good right now, and uh, I hope that um, you feel the same way, that uh, things are getting getting better every day, day by day. The prophecy is being fulfilled, that the gospel is being preached to every corner of the world. Um, we're seeing that just unfolding right before our eyes, and not long after the gospel is been, being preached to every corner of the world, we are seeing these faithful saints excited as the temples are being built um, close to them so that they can have the blessings of uh, those covenants, those temple covenants, come into their lives. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that we've added a little bit of sunshine to your day, and we would really appreciate it if you could give us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Um, it really does help us to be found and uh, helps our ratings, and, and we get up there much higher when people are looking for podcasts and, and good content. Uh, we do have some five-star reviews there already, and we really thank you for those who have uh, given us a five-star rating, and it helps that you know lift, lift us up higher in the, the rankings when people are searching. 
Um, if you did like the show, please subscribe and then you'll be notified when uh, other episodes come out. And as always, we would love to have you shared on social media so others can find us. So until next time, cheers from the Pacific Northwest. <laughs>